0: The Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded
1: believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives. All right, welcome back to the Missional Life Podcast. Today, we have Matthew Potter on the show. Matthew is an entrepreneur, adventurer, and co-founder of Pray.com. Matthew, welcome to the show.
2: Welcome.
0: Dan, Amanda, honored and blessed to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's kind of back right into this for the listener who doesn't know what pray.com is. Tell us a little bit more about pray.com.
0: Yeah, pray.com is the number one app for daily prayer and faith based audio content. So we have over 200,000 pieces of content in the app, anything from daily meditations uh, to daily devotionals. We've also done the Bible in three different cinematic versions. Uh, one version that helps you fall asleep at night, one version that you can hear your favorite Bible stories come to life, and also an incredible kids' version featuring former Disney voice actors and actresses.
1: Wow. Amazing. So one that helps you fall asleep. Tell us more about that. I'm I'm interested in this.
0: Yeah, it's it's incredible. So over COVID, we saw people using the Pray.com app more and more at night. And so we launched a couple different things, a partnership with James Earl Jones, reading the Bible, as well as our sleep version of the Bible. And it's a really incredible voice that just helps you fall asleep. And it's describing all the different areas where that Bible story is taking place. And then going through that Bible story with incredible music and tones that help you fall asleep at night instead of watching the news.
2: That seems like a much better option.
0: Yeah, I mean, these
2: days,
0: (laughs) if you're watching the news during COVID, pretty hard to sleep, right? So, we figured uh, listening to your favorite Bible story, getting in back, getting back in touch with your faith, and learning more about the Bible would be a much better option.
2: I love that. And what's been the response to the kids' Bible with the Disney voices?
0: Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, Our kids' Bible. Uh, parents, uh, especially during COVID, but also now, uh, loved our kids' Bible because you know during during bedtime, it's like you can read a Bible story for your kids, or you can just press play on a pray.com Bible story and have these incredible voice actors and actresses take you through this amazing journey uh, of one of your favorite Bible stories, and your kids can hear it and it'll come to life for them. In that you know, uh, kids are so creative. That when they listen to these Bible stories, you're really just entertaining, but also educating them on uh, their Christian beliefs. So it's been really amazing to see parents just playing these Bible stories for their kids at night.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I love that. We have a couple of kids ourselves, uh, eight and and three. I don't know if you have kids as well, but we love uh, we love reading those stories. But I don't know about other parents, but they're always like, Hey, can we, can we have a little bit more, a little bit more? And uh, so I think it might be, this might be good because it helps time to find it. We can listen to one story. That's it. Then then it's lights out. Right. That's right. And I mean, I don't
0: have children yet, but I have uh, two nephews and a niece and they love our kids Bible stories. I play Goliath for them. It's like every Mm -hmm. night they want to hear Goliath when I, uh, when I babysit for my brother. So uh it's it's so amazing like oh can we listen to goliath again and <laughs> they want to hear you know david take down goliath so it's
1: pretty cool who doesn't want to hear that story i mean that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. so you so you helped actually co-found uh pray.com so tell us a little bit about the journey of doing what you were doing before and then kind of this calling into helping to start this this app that's being a a blessing to to Christians all around the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, if it's okay with you, I'll take you back all the way to diapers. Let's go. Uh, All the way (laughs) right to the beginning. And, you know, when we started Pray.com six years ago, you know, I thought that we would help disciple people. I thought we would help evangelize. I thought we would change people's eternities. I never thought in this journey that we would save people's lives. And so I'll get more into that as well. Um, But let me tell you a story, okay? So all the way back, 1986, Vancouver, Washington, a 15-year-old girl on the other side of town walks in to a local community church that she'd never been to before and that her parents had never been to before either. And she walked into this church, Dan, to get some advice from the pastor and the pastor was a brand new pastor who just got out of seminary and the girl walks in and tells the pastor that she's pregnant and she's looking for some advice and she's 15 years old and the pastor really didn't know what to tell her you know so what what do we all do when we don't know what to say we phone a friend right Mm -hmm. so the pastor goes in the back phones a friend his friend that he went to seminary with who was planting a 20 person church in a high school gym in los angeles so they were renting out this high school gym on sundays having church 20 people were showing up and so he gets a ring from his buddy and says hey there's this 15 year old girl in my church i don't know what to do what would you tell her and he said providentially i just met with an incredible christian couple that joined my 20-person congregation they've been trying to have children for 10 years and haven't been able to Why don't you ask the girl if she'd be willing to give her baby up for adoption? So the pastor goes back in, talks to the girl, asks her, and she says yes. And I got adopted through this pastor network of these two pastors were friends because I was that baby that that 15-year-old girl was carrying in Vancouver, Washington. So I got adopted, and my dad, because he got me from the church, took the 21-year-old pastor from Kansas and said, hey, I'm gonna help you grow this church and we're gonna do this. And so over the course of my life, that 20-person church turned into a 15,000-person mega church and we built an incredible brand new sanctuary because the church is growing so fast, a $60 million sanctuary in Los Angeles of all places. So really an incredible journey. I grew up in church. Uh, with my pastor's daughter being my best friend and my pastor being like a second dad and mentor to me. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. We did ministry, we went on missions trips, we helped people. Uh, There was a battered women's program where we would take women in who were getting beat up by their boyfriends or husbands and help them out. And it was just an amazing journey. All the while, my dad was also building a real estate company. And it started with his six buddies and he built this real estate company. And now it's, you know, got like 12 locations and they're almost at 2000 real estate agents here in California. So I grew up in church and also learning how to do real estate. And I worked in every little facet of the business. I ran the mail, I cleaned up, worked in escrow, got my real estate license. And I ended up going off to college to Boise State University. And it was super fun. Got to follow my brother there. He was playing football at Boise State and got to travel the country watching him play football. And, you know, my senior year of college, unconventional path, I decided to drop out of school two credit hours short. Imagine that conversation with my parents. Did you pray about that? (laughs) (laughs) i i i definitely did i saw this opportunity i prayed about it but still uh you know telling your parents that you know god has you on a path to drop out of school uh you know please write in and tell dan and amanda your stories if you have that story so uh it was super fun it made thanksgiving super fun Uh mom dad i'm starting a company I'm in debt from school and I'm not going to graduate and I'm going into more debt starting a company and nine out of 10 companies fail. Let's do that. Yeah, that's a good plan. It sounds great. So I dropped out of school and started a real estate SaaS, software as a service technology company. And just as Steve Jobs was announcing the app store. And so we started this company with the thesis of every real estate company would want their own app because they have their own website and they may not have the team to be able to execute on that idea. So we started this real estate software as a service company and fast forward 11 years, uh, we built over 7,000 apps in the app store. Uh, I was able to pay off my student loans. It was really great. And 11 years in, I reached a point Dan and Amanda, where I really didn't need to work anymore if I didn't want to. And my parents were very proud, but still had no idea what I was doing on the computer all day. So uh, it was super fun. And, you know, I was coming to work every day at the end, just feeling like I lost my purpose. Incredible company. We had incredible employees, amazing customers. It was growing, but I just felt like I'd lost my purpose. And so, you know, I called my pastor's daughter. I said, Kayla, what can I do? How can I help? What does the church need? And our church was opening a new campus. And she said, Matt, why don't you help me open this new church campus? And I said, Kayla, that sounds terrible. I don't, I'm an introvert. And that's scary to me. And I've never done a church campus before. I've only built technology. And, but you know what, if that's God's plan, then I'm going to pray about it tonight I will call you tomorrow. I don't I don't know why I said that. I weirdly was confident God would have an answer for me tomorrow. I, I don't know why. I just said it, I blurted it out. I said, I'm gonna pray about it tonight. I'll call you tomorrow. Well, the next day comes, and around three o'clock, I'm working on my second cup of coffee. I go to my local coffee shop, and my really good friend Steve walks through the door. And You know, Steve looked terrible that day. And I just asked him, I said, Steve, how are you doing? And his normal response is, Matt, I'm living the dream. But that day, Steve was not living the dream. And that day, he responded with something like, not good. And I just said, Steve, sit down, grab a cup of coffee with me. What's going on in your life? And Steve told me a story that day that made me step down as CEO of my company that was very successful the next day, because that was God's plan for my life. So I'm going to press pause on my story and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Steve and then we'll circle back if that's okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So Steve, who just walked into this coffee shop, Grew up to a single Jewish mom on welfare, but was really good at football. He'd get dragged to Catholic church on Easter by his grandma. And, you know, Steve didn't really grow up with a lot of faith, a lot of religion in his life. Okay. So he played football in high school, did really well, and ended up getting a scholarship to go to the Air Force Academy which is a really tough place to get into. You need like a congressman or a senator to give you a letter and all this stuff. And Steve was blown away because he was getting recruited by all the three-letter agencies to work for those government institutions. And Steve was really good with computers and wanted to get into satellite imaging because he went to the White House and got introduced to a few people. And they showed him basically what is Google Earth today. And it made Steve really excited. They showed him a country, they zoomed in on the country to a city, then to a park bench, and then to the newspaper on the park bench. And you could read it word for word easily from a satellite. And so Steve really wanted to work in satellites, which is why he went to the Air Force Academy, because they said, if you wanna work with satellites, you gotta work at the Air Force Academy. Or you got to go to the Air Force Academy. So Steve went to the Air Force Academy, played football, and he ended up getting severely injured in a training accident, not football practice, but training. Because at the Air Force Academy, you do training and football at the same time. Super fun. So Steve got really hurt in a training accident. And it was the first time where he realized the plans for his life was not God's plans for his life. So he was making these plans and God was making other plans. So Steve uh, got honorably discharged from the Air Force Academy. And because he's a glutton for punishment, decided to walk onto USC's football team and ended up getting a position on the team and winning a Rose Bowl under coach Pete Carroll and having an incredible time at USC. And then as a homework assignment for Steve's MBA class, he got prompted with a question. Think of a company that couldn't exist five years ago, but would exist five years from now. And so Steve's big idea was, I'm going to make all the online corporate YouTube channels for Fortune 500 companies. And so Steve took that idea and turned it into his first company. And he built out all the YouTube channels for Red Bull, Marriott Hotels, Herbalife, L.A. Dodgers, Mattel Toys, and a bunch of other amazing companies. So Steve was doing crazy things like throwing DJ Steve Aoki out of an airplane while they were drinking a Red Bull on the way down. And, you know, Steve was able to sell that company. And it was a life-changing event for him. And he became the 29-year-old CEO of the world's largest aerial production and surveillance company. So Steve was 29. As the CEO of a 24-7 operation, and they had over 30 aircraft, helicopters, planes, and jets, and they also owned all the licenses, patents, and had FAA clearances to strap these super fancy gimbal camera systems to these aircraft. So they would work for Michael Bay filming the movie Transformers one weekend, and the next day they'd be working for the CIA doing surveillance missions on the border or doing security for the Super Bowl, super fun. Well, unfortunately, on September 11th, 2015, Steve was in a board meeting. Again, he's the youngest person in a 150 person company, and he's the CEO. And he gets a phone call and it said, Alan's plane has crashed, which was Steve's business partner. Mm -hmm. Well, they were filming a movie in Colombia called American Made with Tom Cruise, and they were stunt flying in the jungle all day. And on a routine trip, they were taking the plane back to the hangar at the end of shooting. Steve's business partner died in a plane crash. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Steve didn't know what to do.
2: Magic.
0: he was at a loss he's in a board meeting with all of the executives of the company and he's the youngest guy in the company and so what does steve do he starts doing all the hippie woo woo california stuff that we do dan and amanda you're from ohio it's different out there <laughs> yeah. Steve's on youtube looking up tony robbins oprah super soul sunday he's going to green juice soul Cycle. Whatever he can do to try to make himself feel better while he's dealing with this tragedy in his life.
1: Did he try ATV or cow tipping or anything like like TP? No, no. Did he try any of those things?
0: No, we're in SoCal. I don't know how it works, but he was, you know, (laughs) doing kale shakes and (laughs) uh, and yoga Uh, like you do, like you do. You know. it it was interesting because one day Steve was coming to work and Steve's a big guy. He played O-line at USC. Okay. So this is a big guy and he was coming to work. And one of the former Navy SEALs that Steve employed at the helicopter company pulled him aside. So that's a large order. Okay. And so pulled him aside and just said, Steve, what are you doing for yourself right now? I've dealt with leadership under duress when people have died. What are you doing for you? And Steve really didn't have a good answer. Like he just didn't know what to say. So the Navy SEAL said, former Navy SEAL said, you got to listen to this audio sermon from my pastor. It's going to change your life. And Steve said, pastor, what is that? A fake priest. They can get married and have kids and stuff and not to wear a collar. And, uh, and the Navy SEAL just said, "Steve, shut up and listen to the mm. to the pastor sermon." <laughs> and so he gave him the the sermon from a guy in Flower Mound, Texas, which Steve had never heard of, and it was Matt Chandler. And Matt Chandler was Steve's pastor during this time, just by listening to his audio mm. sermons online, and it transformed Steve's life, and he became a Christian. Mm. And Steve was kind of mad about it, Dan. He was mad. Why was he mad? Well, because he had never heard anything like this before. And he was the content guy. He was creating movies in Hollywood. And he didn't know about Christian content. And so when he found out about this, he said, well, it must be because there is no digital destination for Christians online. It's all over the place. There's all these different people creating sermons all over the world called pastors, and there's no place just for them for all of their content and so we're sitting at this coffee shop i'm back at the coffee shop by the way and steve tells me his story and says look i want to build the digital destination for christians online there's an espn for sports there's a worldwide organization for all the sports content And there's more people that are Christians in the world Mm -hmm. than watch sports. So why isn't there this thing that could help people all over the world? And I just said, Steve, I'll help you. I just talked to my pastor's daughter last night on what I could do. This is, you probably don't know what this means yet, but this is a providential meeting that we just ran into each other at this coffee shop. It's not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. I'll help you. I'll do it for free, whatever you need. And he said, Matt, I just bought the domain pray.com. And I want to help people all over the world, just like me. And I said, let's do it. I'll help you. Well, the next day, Steve called me and asked me to start pray.com with him. And I stepped down as CEO of my company the next day. It was really, I just knew that's what God wanted me to do with my life. I knew when God gives you this incredible opportunity to merge your passion with your skill, you just have to jump in with both feet and trust, trust in him. And so that's what I did. And so did Steve. As well as our other two co-founders, Mike and Ryan, who have incredible stories. And I would say you definitely have to hear their stories too. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that's how we started the company. That's how we started pray.com
1: what st- sticks out to me is just this idea of radical obedience and this idea of seeking God, hearing him and just turning, you know, you kind of almost like think about Paul, right? You know, Paul was just heading in one direction, something happens and he immediately just does a 180 on, on, on where he's going. And, uh, and I see that kind of in your journey, just you're, you're heading this direction and yet there's, you know, if we're heading in a direction and it's not fully what God has for us, it might be the right thing for the right time. Uh, but we have to realize that there are seasons in our lives. Right. And there are things that God, you know, called us into and there. And, you know, as we find out in, you know, uh, Ecclesiastes, you know, there's, there's the time to start and there's the time to end, you know, and, and you had, I loved how you had the wisdom and the discernment to know that there was a the time to start something back in, in, in your university and you, you, you went all in, and then there was the time to end it for at least for your journey, and then you 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 pulled all out and you were all in something else. And so I think that's what God wants from us. He doesn't always get it though, does he? But um, I love your um, I love your obedience, and I love how you um, just stepped away at the right time. And I love that you recognized providential assignments because you know so many times like god puts different people in our lives and and we ha- we come across different things and sometimes he's got to circle us around that mountain a few times till we actually recognize it um but i love how uh you discerned it and then you prayed about it and then you obeyed and and really that's what the mission of life is about is, is hearing is, is discerning what god's saying praying about it and then obeying even when we don't fully know what that's going to look like and
2: absolutely thank you for
1: being so obedient
0: well, oh, I mean, I I just think it's incredible that I get the blessing, honor, and opportunity with Steve and Mike and Ryan to steward the domain, pray.com, because, you know, it is a big weight of responsibility that we feel in helping people, not only evangelize, but disciple people and help people with their spiritual and mental health. Because like I talked about earlier, when we were drawing it up, and, and we literally were drawing it up. My first, my company, Homestack, I painted all the walls, whiteboard walls. So you could write on every wall with, you know, erasable marker. And we were drawing up what we wanted to do for people with Prey.com. We wanted, what how we wanted the culture of the company to be, you know, we we asked a question, what's... What's a company you would love to work at? What does that culture look like? What is what do those people look like? What are they, you know, what are they doing? What is the, what is their missional alignment to what the company is doing? That's really what we were looking for. And back when we were drawing it up, you know, we knew we would have incredible content. We knew that people would would get evangelized. I I knew that we would help people with their eternities. But Dan and Amanda, I never knew that we would have this COVID pandemic. And I never knew that we would be dealing with what my co-founder Mike calls the hidden pandemic now, which is the mental health crisis in America that's going on. Mm -hmm. And you know what keeps me going every single day? We have a messaging system at the company And in that messaging system, every time someone writes a review on the app, it goes to the entire company, good and bad. So we've got over 150,000 five-star reviews for the Prey.com app. And you know what? Some of the reviews that we get in are just so heartfelt, so emotional and and dan and amanda you guys are in ohio right
2: mm-hmm.
0: we had a police officer in ohio right in said i was planning my suicide for months i was getting off my shift today i went home I pulled my car in the garage and i put my gun in my mouth and i was going to kill myself and my mother-in-law sent me a text with the pray.com app right when i was going to kill myself thank you. thank you for saving my life and it wasn't it wasn't me it wasn't our team that saved his life it was god that saved his yeah. life yeah. and we're just a conduit and if you take my story steve's story ryan's story mike's story the company, and you look back and you take God out of it, there's no way it could happen. And so we really believe in giving the glory to God for the entire company. And it's just amazing. We've had over 115 million shares of content. That's 115 million lives impacted. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Every time you share someone a sermon or a snippet, or anything in the pray.com app, you don't know how you're changing someone's life or saving someone's life. So that's really for me, what's been amazing. That's why I get up at 4.35 a.m. every day is because we just want to help as many people as possible. And making the app better every day. I mean, we've got an incredible team. We've got people who worked at Apple and Facebook and all these other incredible places. And they could, Put their time, talent, and treasure anywhere else, but they put it at pre.com because they want to help people all over the world. We even have two engineers who are fighting in a war zone in Kiev. Okay. Ukrainian engineers. They're like, Matt, hey, we may be off half of today because we don't have electricity. No problem. No problem. Wow. And and they want to help. People all over the world, and they're getting bombs dropped on them. So it's just been incredible to see what God has done, bringing this team, bringing these people together for a mission of helping other people. And we just crossed a billion listening minutes of content, one billion listening minutes of content. That could be emotional, it could be a Bible verse, it could be the gospel, you know. Every minute that people listen to content, we believe we're changing people's lives all over the world.
2: Wow. So it's you know, it, I was just so, gonna say there's that ripple effect too. You know, you brought up the story of the police officer who felt so hopeless and you know had the gun ready to go, obviously knew how to use it better than the average person, and he gets a text, but you know, what about his sphere of influence? You know, not only was his life saved, oh. but there's all the people that he shares that testimony with. What about his kids? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's the kingdom, right? The yeah. kingdom is about seeds, and you know, you guys, have, you guys have yeah. planted a seed, and that seed multiplies and multiplies and multiplies, and that's the whole idea of the of what the kingdom is about. That's and right. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, being a data company, what kind of statistics do you do you see about Americans and prayer, and you, and also you mentioned kind of this mental health crisis of America. Can you kind of tell us some of the statistics that you see at the data company about those?
0: Yeah. So we're a media company. We're not a data company, but okay. we have an amazing uh, CDO, Chief Data Officer, Victor Harris, who's incredible. He used to work at a company called Harbor Freight Tools, uh, and he was okay. their CDO for 10 years. I think they have like 900 locations, something crazy um he managed millions of data points for harbor freight tools and he's doing an incredible job with our team of phd data scientists at prey.com because we just want to make the app so good that people want to share it they want to use it more they want to listen to the bible more they want to share things with their family members and friends Um, but some macro trends that we're seeing in the united states is suicide is an epidemic Mm. It's been going up since 2005. It's at its highest rate since 2005 to date. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's terrible.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. It's it's terrible what we're seeing. There is a mental health crisis in America. People are hurting. They need, you know, uh, depression, anxiety, anxiousness. All these things are up at their highest levels than since being able to track them, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Than ever before. So when I hear things like Asbury University and Revival, and when I hear things that are going on, uh, when I see the sharing stats from the Prey app, and we get reviews from people, we're making a dent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But are we doing it fast enough and big enough? That's really, you know, how can we go bigger and help more people faster? That's kind of what keeps
1: me up at night and that's what's about you know the kingdom is about serving and i love how you are meeting a crisis with the word of god because that's really what we're supposed to do right we we you know we are ambassadors we we take the word we take this we take this the savior and we bring good news to the world and you guys are creating a platform to bring good news to hard and bad situations and that's that's absolutely amazing we, we also
0: have a pray science department where we're doing clinical trials with Harvard and Biola University and proving the efficacy of prayer on your body. So it's wow. really incredible. Meditation is great. There, you know, nothing against meditation, but when you meditate, you're focusing on the problem. When you pray, you're giving praise and you're giving the problem to God. And when you pray, we've seen that it increases the gray matter density in your brain. It increases your ability to deal with the problem.
2: Mm.
0: And when you meditate, sometimes it can make the problem worse. Wow. So it's really interesting what we're seeing. Not just, you know, we really do focus on the science as well as, you know, the, the spiritual implications of things.
2: Yeah. You know, even like in the Gospels, Jesus gives that great example of, you know, it says he often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Like he knew the importance of praying and spending that time, you know, with his father, because otherwise he he needed that. (laughs) He needed that strength to, you know, go out and give all that he did, you know, and ultimately his own life and suffering. But, you know, it's just amazing that God himself gave us that example you know, and science is just proving that God is true. Mm -hmm. His word is true.
1: I love the idea of that That when you focus. Yeah. When you focus on something, you know, it kind of, it, it becomes clearer and, and, you know, more visible to you. And I love how, when you focus on a problem, you know, focus on yourself, you meditate, like that's going to get bigger in your mind, you know, but when you focus on God, he becomes bigger uh, in your mind and to you. And that's, you know, basically that, Love of a focus. So, That's hey, we right. want to be respectful of your time here too. Um, but hey, you know, tell us really fast. Um, how can people? How can listeners? Um, how can listeners get connected with you? And how can listeners find find out? Or, or do they? Can they try pray dot com out for free? Or how does that all yeah. work?
0: Yeah, great question. So, a couple things. If you have a ministry, if you have amazing content, you're a pastor of a church. Please email me. Or if you just, there's something you don't like about the app, the app's great. I don't want to hear what you like about it. I want to hear what you don't like about it. That's what I care about the most. Please email me, matt at pray.com, matt at pray.com, the hardest email ever. Just <laughs> send me an email, matt at pray.com. Would love to hear from you. Two, if you want to download the app and you want to use the app just for listening to the missional life podcast right now we're going to give you the app for free okay go to pray.com forward slash matt matt pray.com forward slash matt put your email in that's all we ask for is your email you get the whole app for free it's normally $79.99 a year Um, so please just put your email in and you'll get the whole app for free on pray.com slash matt matt wow Wow, that awesome. Is
2: awesome! Well, thank you so much. What a blessing! Awesome.
1: Thank you. Well, Matt, what an honor to have you on the show today. What a what an amazing uh, journey and story that you have of just living the mission of God in your own life, and and hearing God, responding even with this radical faith of God. I trust you in this. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step away from this. I'm gonna move into this, and I'm gonna do it again when you tell me to move. And um, wow. that's that's an encouragement for everyone here. And so, Matt, what an honor. Thank you so so much for your time today.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Have a great day.